Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So today's podcast episode is a little bit different. I hopped on Lily Coco's Mom Your Own Way podcast last week, and I really wanted to share the conversation with you all. So we dive into all things motherhood, we chat about our kids, and about making sure we make ourselves a priority in motherhood. And then we also speak to being kind to ourselves as we navigate that, right? Because Often, we can feel bad for not prioritizing ourselves, which just adds to the mom guilt and all of it. So anyway, it's a great conversation. We had so much fun. And take a listen. Let me know what you think. And I'm excited for you to get started. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Lily. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited to get to know you. Absolutely. Oh, I'm just, sometimes I spaz out and this is one of those moments, but I'm like, let's talk about your podcast. And then I'm like, wait, let's talk about your motherhood. Wait, let's talk about, you know, I'm just so already ready. Yay! (laughs) Well, let's get started just with your motherhood. And um, prior to hopping on, I met your daughter, Riley, who's going to be eight in two weeks. So Mm -hmm. that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, time goes so quick. I, I really don't know where eight years have gone. Is she your only baby? No, so I have an almost eight-year-old Riley, and then I have another little girl, uh, Taylor, who is five. Aww. kindergarten, yes. Sweet. Two little girls. Are you trying for more? Is this going to be it for you, do you know? Well, we are in that boat of, like, do we have one more or do we not? And I'm definitely more in the camp of one more. Okay. My husband is like a big basketball guy, and he's just like, two is our number. We play man-to-man defense. We don't play zone defense. So he, he's good with two, but I, I don't know. I'm still not quite there. I thought you were going to be like, he's a basketball coach, and I was like, all right, he wants a team. He wants a team. <laughs> he, wants, he, wants, he wants man-to-man defense. Okay. Well, what about trying for a boy, and then it can be him and his son man-to-man defense? Yeah, you know. I mean, I've said that to him, too, and he is just, he loves being a girl dad. He's like, I I have, like, no feeling of, like, I would love 
a son. Of course, he'd be happy with the son, but he he's very content with his girls, mm. which is nice. That's so yeah. sweet. Well, yeah. tell me how your motherhood started. Let's start with Riley and get to Taylor. And I'd love to talk about your podcast as well. And just um, talk about, I want to talk about, I mean, um, like filling your cup, like you said, as a mom. I, I'm definitely someone who needs to learn that. I often forget. My husband tries to encourage me really hard. He's like, just go take time for yourself. And you know what yeah. I do is I go and look at videos of my baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I feel so, like a lot of us fall into that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, when I first became a mom to Riley, it was, it's a big shift, right? And you go into motherhood, you, you're, you know, you have this baby that you're carrying with you. And it's a lot of focus on your child, rightfully so, right? Yeah. If you're growing this human being, um, you want them to be healthy. And then you're sort of thrown into motherhood with a, a decent amount of guidance on the parenting aspect. But I think as moms, a lot of focus and attention goes to those kids. So we lose a bit of that, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and so when I became a new mom, I found myself really overwhelmed. I struggled with nursing mm. and I felt this tremendous pressure to continue nursing, even though it really was weighing on me mentally. Uh, you know, she wasn't feeding well, so she wasn't sleeping well. We were both super sleep deprived. And I just felt so burnt out, so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think that's really where this journey for me on prioritizing my well-being as well as my child's came into play. Um, and, you know, I think when my second daughter was born, we had a very similar situation where um, she had some, like, pretty major tummy issues. And we just decided earlier on that, you know, we were going to bottle feed her. And I got a lot of negative feedback from others mm. and, you know, and well-meaning advice from a lot of people um, about, you know, breast is best. And so I felt this overwhelming pressure again with my second daughter about what was best for my kid mm -hmm. without stopping for a second to think about what might be best for all of us. And that includes what is best for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that the journey with that for me has really been eye opening in like kind of viewing motherhood from a different lens of what, what can I do in moments to show up for myself? Um, that allows me to fill my cup so that I can pour into my kids' cups, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I, I've really, I've made it my mission in life to help moms see their value beyond what they do and beyond what they feel like the standards or expectations for their motherhood is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I just feel really passionate about it. I love that. Yeah. I think it's... I think it's super important. It's kind of like, you know, if you're on the plane and they say, hey, put on your mask first before you help your kid. Because yeah. if yeah. you pass out, what's then? You know, who's going right. to help your kid then? So I do yeah. believe you have to be at your 
at your best um, to make sure you can show up for your kid, to make sure you can actually help them, to make sure you can be there emotionally, physically. Um, I think sleep deprivation is something that a lot of moms hit, especially when like the newborn stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're also right about how there are a lot of ways that people kind of prep you for the parenthood part of the whole thing, yes. but not necessarily of how to take care of yourself. So it's like, okay, you prepare, you give birth, and then you're just taking care of this baby. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was constantly running and I still feel like I'm still running. Yes. And I can't kind of catch a breath sometimes. Uh, and it's it's hard because I feel like there isn't that discussion of like, okay, well, what is it that you need to do to make sure that you are getting enough sleep or eating well or taking the breaks or how are the responsibilities maybe within your household or within your work, like whatever it is that you need to get, make sure it gets done, um, who's taking care of those and having that discussion. Yes. Yes. And I think that's like a big part of it, right? Because we have a lot of responsibilities in motherhood and there's a lot that we're shouldering and, you know, taking care of, right? It's like, I think sometimes self-care gets a bad rap because it's almost, self-care has kind of become this like almost dirty word, right? Where it's like almost more of a burden, right? Yeah. It's like everyone's telling you, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. But it's like, okay, like, how am I going to find the time for that? And then you almost, like, feel guilty when when you don't. And then, like, you also have those, like, a lot of moms experience, like, mom guilt feelings. Like, if they're taking time for themselves, right, away from their child. And there's there's so much in there, right? Like, so much to that. That's where I find myself struggling the most is that when I do get the time that I've asked for, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been with a baby for 24 hours now. I'm on the fifth day. Like I need a second more than, you know, a break to go to the bathroom or more than a 20 minute shower. I I just need to decompress even with that. And um, as soon as I step away, then I feel bad because I'm like, well, I'm the one that knows her language best because we're still developing words and like right. I know her eye looks I know her things and at the same time yes. I'm like well others need to she needs to learn that there are other ways of communication not just with yes. mom and I know she's now ready for that but then yes. I feel bad I'm like what if she needs me what if something was wrong what if I need to comfort her and yes. I know those are all the expectations and the things that I'm setting up in my own mind in my own head sure. Sure. but it's, it still it's, doesn't make it not hard right yeah <laughs> and so I struggle overcoming that to be like and I, I, in my head, I'm thinking, like, what if she's thinking, like, well, why did mommy leave me? Mommy's my best friend, and why doesn't she yeah. want to hang out with me? And so I'm like, I do. I just need a second sometimes. So yeah. the mom guilt, it's so hard to explain that because I feel like though when I wasn't a mom and I heard it, I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And then it almost doesn't even explain the fact that, like, you feel bad for being away. Yes. Yes. It's like you're craving that time, you want that time so desperately, and then you get that time, and then it's almost like, wait, 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 I don't, I don't know about this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know that, um, have you seen The Notebook? Yes. You know the part where he's like, what do you want? Yes. What do you want? <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. the constant motherhood of like, well, do you want a break or do you want to be with a baby? It's like, what do you want? And you're like, yes. I, I don't know. I want both. I yes. want both somehow. Yes. Yes. It's hard, and I think, you know, a big part of it is just, like, recognizing that, like, what you're thinking in those moments is, like, your mom guilt, right? Like, yeah. even just, like, drawing awareness to it sometimes helps because you're like, 
oh, okay, like, I'm feeling this, like, guilty, anxious, overwhelmed feeling when I'm, like, taking this time for myself. But, like, okay, like, I know, like, when I start feeling like that, like, it's probably that mom guilt talking and not, like, truly who I am, right? Because, like, a lot of the mom guilt comes from, like, beliefs about what we feel like a good mother does, Mm -hmm. right? So it's, like, like, in your situation where you're feeling like, oh, well, I know what my daughter needs best. Like she, she's missing me. Like I want to be there. And probably underneath that is this feeling of like a good mom is there for her kids in all those moments. Right. Which Mm -hmm. is a completely normal belief to have, but it, it's triggering that mom guilt. Right. So like even just being aware of that's what's going on can like help. At least it does for me. At least it does for me. Like when I have those moments where I'm like, like my kids need me. Like, what? Are, who's gonna tickle their back and sing them "Twinkle Twinkle" like for, for bedtime? Like, if I go out to dinner with my friends, like, okay, like, I'm still a good mom. My husband can handle this. He can do the "Twinkle Twinkle." Yeah, you know? like everything's gonna be okay, right? Yeah, I like the idea of naming it. I think it's important with like, yes, emotions also, because sometimes I'll take the re- personality of an emotion. So if I'm feeling upset, I become upset, whereas I'm trying to now like label that emotion. So like, okay, well, I'm upset. Well, why? Let's talk about it and work it through. And similarly with this mom guilt of like, okay, it's not me talking. It doesn't make me a bad mom, but it's this expectation that I had set up to myself. And because I'm not meeting my own expectations that are often unrealistic, you know, in my own head, I'm with her literally 24 seven without a, mm-hmm. without a break to pee. And yeah. Yeah. then when I'm like, Oh, I pee by myself. How dare I, you know, and I, I <laughs> yeah. mentally punish myself for those right. things. Yeah. And I like the, you know, you bring up this cause behind it all is all of us just trying to be a good mom. And yeah. it's this like cultural society thing. Um, things we see online, especially in today's age, you see the Pinterest, the Instagram, the TikTok, yeah. where you're like, Oh, well they're doing this. And yeah. Is it that I'm not doing it or I should be doing it more? And this comparison kind of starts. Um, yeah. And that's what's really talking almost. So yeah. that with your own expectations and trying to just mingle that, I don't know, sometimes for me personally does take a lot of time. And then I'm like, yeah. I should not even have that. So then I'll have even more time for like my kid or yeah. myself or whatever. But like it's yeah. just taking up so much time mentally that yeah. is a waste of time. Yes, right. It It's one of those things where it's like this mom guilt these thoughts these like negative the negative self-talk like the anxious feelings yeah fuel behavior which then can like really impact your like daily life and like how you view yourself right like yeah almost like your worthiness right so i think as a mom you know this this is deep rooted stuff right it's like you can't just turn it off Mm -hmm. it's it's there it's it's just being kind to yourself and like as those feelings come up like giving yourself permission to like explore what those feelings are yeah and like just come from it come at it from like a loving perspective right a love for yourself and then understanding that we're all experiencing this yeah it's normal but not letting it like control and dictate your life right i like that i like the idea of I, almost for anything, but especially with motherhood, of giving yourself grace to say, yeah. 
it's it's all right that I feel this way or it's all you know like motherhood is so beautiful and there are so many things but it's all right not enjoy not to enjoy every second of it because there are going to be things that come up that you're not ready for just as the child is learning things for the very first time you're a mom especially for the first time like Mm -hmm. or it's second or third like every kid's different so there's always going to be something new to learn and it's okay when we're learning to come across frustrations Mm -hmm. or especially as an adult because you kind of have this expectation of yourself to be able to do things or to understand things or to comprehend things and when they're unexpected and new it's you know, fear starts to rise. And then what do we do when there's fear? It's like, okay, do we face it or do, you know, what is it? Flight or? Yeah, fight or flight. Fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it's, uh, plus there are already so many hormonal emotions that are bubbling up inside you through all of those things Mm -hmm. that like all of those things kind of slapped onto one another. If you don't address the issues, it can actually bubble over and then somebody can get hurt if there's hot water boiling over yep. there's a hot high chance you can you know emotionally hurt not your only yourself but also the baby that you're trying yep. so hard to accommodate and be loving yes. towards yeah um it's so it's so silly how how there's so much yeah and there's so many things that are instinctual that we want to do it's like we just feel it inside yeah and the other side of like this cultural idea of things that we should follow or do or don't do. Yeah. Um, and people, especially now, I love that there's so much information, mm-hmm. but it's now at a point of overwhelming information where now everyone kind of feels like an expert. And so the, yeah. the everyone's favorite unsolicited mom advice that just kind of comes yes. at you real hot, you know? Yes. Then sure it, it does. It immediately kind of turns into, oh, I'm not doing a good job. Yeah. Something I started doing recently, it kind of almost started as a joke. Uh, when my daughter pets our dog, we say, good dog. Yes. You know, and she kind of did yes. it to me. She petted me. I said, oh, <laughs> you think mommy's a good mom? I'm a good mom. And so I started saying that, and it started as that joke, but now I, I take pride in it. I'm like, I am a good mom. I'm a yes. good mommy. I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And I started thinking about it more. I'm like, athletes, musicians, celebrities, they're like, I'm the best athlete. I'm I'm doing I'm like, my job is to be a mom and I'm going to be a good mom. I'm doing a good yeah. job. I need to believe in myself if I want to yeah. make sure anybody else even believes it, including my yeah. daughter, first and foremost. Yeah. And it's been this kind of little change of like, I can tell myself I'm a good mom. I don't even care if I hear it from other people. My daughter just petted me and gave me a kiss on my shoulder because yeah. I'm, I'm a good mom. So isn't that all that should matter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think you're completely right when you say like, I can tell myself I'm a good mom. Like you know the love your daughter has for you. You know your worthiness as a mom. And that, that may look different than someone else's version of a good mom, but we're yeah. all good moms in our, in our own way. Yeah. You know, like we love our kids and whether we, you know, co-sleep or sleep train or nurse or bottle feed or, you know, eat all the stuff or eat all organic, it doesn't, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, like we love our kids and our kids love us and that's what matters most. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as you're not like neglecting your kid. Oh, you did it. I did it. 
Yay! <laughs> How do I do that? I don't know, honey. Maybe <laughs> on the bottom? Let's see. All right, there you go. She has her Nintendo Switch. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Those are really pretty colors, too. <laughs> Will you close the door, kiddo? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> How sweet. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to mention, you know, as long as your kid kind of goes to bed full. Yeah. And loved, just feeling loved. Yes. And it, that's going to look different from every yes. family. That's going to be yes. very different under every mm -hmm. circumstances. And again, every kid is different and every mom's different. Everybody's different. And so that relationship is going to look very different. Like my daughter mm -hmm. loves reading books. And so that's how we show love right now is reading books yeah. to her over and over and over again. But if yes. your kid doesn't like books, it doesn't, that's not what you should be doing. Like that's, yeah. so yeah. it doesn't matter if you see me reading books and doing that. There's no way it should feel like, oh, maybe that's what I should be doing too. You, yeah. you just got to explore your own relationship with your kid and figure out what's your love language? How is it that we're going to yeah. connect and how are, what am I going to need to figure out to do that you feel loved? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. And I think often on social media, we see everyone's highlight reels. And so, you know, we see this perspective of one family and it's hard not to compare yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, I think it's important to like, be true to you, be true to your values, your family's values, like what your kid needs. Yeah. That may look very different than someone else. Yeah. It's, it's so diff. It, I struggle with this whole social media thing because there is this comparison that just happens. It just yeah. happens. Yeah. And the only way not to see it or be a part of it is if you completely exclude yourself from it. Yeah. But I like the idea because I, I gather so much information and these yeah. ideas and these new ways or I learn something new. And so I, I'm i in this like, I'm on this fence that I'm sitting like a yeah. chicken and I'm like, do I like it? Do I not? Do I, yeah. you know, and uh, through TikTok, I've gathered like a mom following who some moms have like commented like, what should I do? Or, you know, re reach out mm -hmm. with questions. And I feel, again, on that same fence. I'm like, who am I to give you any advice? And yeah. well, if you're asking, let me tell you what I'm doing in yeah. case it could help you. Yes. Yes. I think there's this like fine line, right? It's like, we want to be supportive and helpful to each other. Right. And yeah. there's definitely times where I need that support or encouragement or advice for something yeah. in motherhood that I'm trying to figure out or struggling with, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a matter of like taking the well-meaning advice of other people and then like soaking it in. And really deciding whether or not that makes sense for you. Yeah. Right? Right? Like, just making sure that you stay aligned with what you need, what you desire, what your values are. Yeah. And then, like, taking it, like, great, cool. Like, if someone else's advice is helpful to you. Like, I've gotten plenty of advice from other moms that has been so helpful. You know? It's just a matter of making sure that it's right for you. Yeah. I've yeah. Uh, faced a lot of unsolicited advice when it comes to uh, my baby's sleep. She started yes. sleeping like through the night at 12 weeks, but yes. in general, she, at like nine months, she started going to bed at like 2 a.m., like just yeah. really late. Yeah. And then now she's at 11, which is yeah. still like super late because I guess most yeah. babies go to bed at seven, but it works with our schedule. Yes. We have the yeah. great wake window. She takes perfect naps. Like yeah. she's developing at this rate that's bonkers yeah. to me. I just can't yeah. comprehend it. 
And yeah. so, and then, but I'll have these moms who, when it's from my friends, I'm like, I totally appreciate the the advice. Yeah. It's yeah. more so when it's from strangers who totally. kind of like, well, you should do this and you should do that. And I'm like, yeah. ah, it kind of almost makes me feel like, well, I shouldn't even be saying anything about her sleep because we're fine with it. It works for our family. Yes. It's, because yes. it, she also wakes up at nine instead of six right. in the morning. So like, right. she's on the same time as us and it makes it so yes. simple for us. Totally. Um, and I understand yes. that advice comes from this own, like loving place of like, well, if right. this works for me, let me tell you how you should also do it. And I'm like, I thank you. It's a yes. good idea. I've almost, yes. I want to like coin good idea and be like, that's a good idea. It's a great yes. idea. I am so yes. happy that it works for you. Yeah. It's not what's going to work for my family because yes. we, I mean, my husband and I used to stay up to like four in the morning. He does music. Yes. I do yes. a lot of content creation. Like we both work from home, so we're here. Yeah. Yes. But that's not going to work for a family who, you know, the mom and dad, somebody has to go to work at five in the morning and they have to yeah. be asleep by nine. That's right. a different schedule. And yeah. you should find something that works for your schedule. Yes. And I, I'm happy for you if it were, you know, like. Yes. yes, yes. And I think, I think you have it right, right? Like you, okay. Like people have given you their advice and, you know, it's often well-meaning. Like they found something that works for them. So they're trying to like, you know, help it work for other people. Yeah. But you, you took that and then really just decided, you know what, like that, that's not what we need. That's not what's going to work for us. And like staying true to that. Yeah. And it's like, it speaks to like, we're all on our own unique journey. Journey. Totally. We all have our own individual unique lives that yeah. we're all living. Yeah. And we all are just trying to do the best we can. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, just staying true to ourselves. I think that was one of my main things about this podcast was I, uh, I don't, oh, it was something on TikTok, but I had all these comments and I started recognizing uh, how big mom shaming was. And I addressed it to some of my friends and they're like, no, it's really huge. Like, yeah. And I, I'm like, I'm such a supportive person. Like, if yes. I hear my friend is doing something, I just want to be like, oh my gosh, that is right. Let's all, yes. like, yes. Yeah. And for me to see another side of something, like, I'm just not very familiar personally with this, like, you're doing something so bad. Yes. Where And then it's multiple people who don't know you, who don't pay your bills, who don't know yes. your personal lifestyle, who don't know your bank account, who don't even have right. your phone number to talk to you, but they <laughs> think they have this knowledge of you. Yes. And... I was just blown away. I was like, this is bonkers that these, everyone has a mom. So there's this big ocean of moms. We're all together, we're all moms. And we could be supporting and lifting one another up. And it could be this like discussion of how we do things. And you you take things that benefit you and you say, hey, I'm glad this works for you, but it won't work for me. But yeah. it's a conversation instead of this, yeah. almost like a political debate where it's like, I will do everything in my power to make sure you know you're wrong. And so, yeah. I'm just trying to live my life, but hi, like. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, you know, it's no wonder so many moms struggle with anxiety and overwhelm and feeling like, like some to the point of like depression, right? Because yeah. it's like, there's so much weight. There's so, especially like that mental burden. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's hard. I think that's what should be really introduced 
when you're getting ready for motherhood you know a lot yeah. of it's like how do you take care for the baby but i think yes. a big part of it like if this was a book you know a chapter should be how do you take care of your mental state because there's like you said there's this emotional toll and if you break it down you know playing with a kid is simple it's not easy but it is yes. simple you're just yes. making sure they don't get hurt and you just got to be right. in the room right but it is emotionally tolling because it's like everything has to be almost Disneyland and you're like yes a green circle I love it like yes. let's talk about it for an hour you know yes. it's right. so it's just right. it's just exhausting because you're kind of putting on this show and then on top of that you're like well I want to make sure they're eating well but that's not what I saw this other mom do and it's like well I my own mother said this and so should I be following that example yeah. is this better and it's this mm -hmm. this internal battle that we're having oh, something that made me think when you talked about advice is maybe it's something personal and we should well for me personally I should look at how I take advice because sometimes mm -hmm. I take it I want to take it like someone's an expert telling me that. And so I have this yeah. combative, defensive response to it where it's like, technically, I should get I should be able to receive a million advice like yeah. and then just say, thanks. But this, I, yeah. you know, I appreciate you sharing that with me, but it's just not going to work and like move yeah. on. It shouldn't necessarily live in my head rent free and just occupy that space because I don't have right. that space. I, I got other stuff going on. Right. And, you know, it's. It's easier said than done, though, right? Yeah. Like, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard because we're all just trying to do the best we can. So we're we're getting all this input about what the best way is. Yeah. It's really hard not to, like, internalize it, right? And 100%. And see, see where you match up in, like, whatever area it's in. Yeah. Right? And, and I think, I think if in motherhood we spent more time talking to ourselves the way we talk to our best friend like things would be a lot gentler yeah it would feel a lot more fulfilled yeah. right if we we spoke to ourselves and our motherhood in the way that like we would the kindness that and love that we'd want to show our best friend in a moment of struggle right? i love that yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I tend to give like my friends, you know, when they ask for it, uh, really good advice. And then yeah. when it comes yes. to listening myself, I'm like, well, no, I don't, I won't do that. I won't take yeah. the time for myself or I won't take the break, but I'll sure. recommend it to anyone else. And I'm like, no, you will benefit from this, but I have a yeah. hard time taking it. And I, I want to yeah. take what you said and I want to talk to myself as my best friend. I want to, yeah. I want to encourage myself. I want to support myself and say, hey, yeah. like my daughter does, you know, I want to say, hey, you're a good mom. You're doing a good job. Yeah. And yeah. I think more moms should say, you know, I often see those posts on Facebook. It's like something, something, you're not a bad mom or something, something, you're not a bad mom. But it seemed like it, yeah. the phrase kind of comes up so frequent in it. And it, everybody likes it and shares it because they have had so many times they do feel like a bad mom. Mm -hmm. But I almost want to yeah. see those things. It's like, you're a good mom. Like, yes. you're like the doing affirmations. Yeah, yes. just yes. like you're doing it. You're you're mm -hmm. doing it. And it, yes. it's, um, it's silly, you know, if you think of like school days or mm -hmm. like if somebody said a comment to you and you, you take it in. So like bullying or like on, online bullying through comments, you know, yes. we kind of read it and we, we try to throw it away, but we still take it in. Yeah, yeah. This is the same thing. So when we hear those comments, uh, it, plus our own expectations. And it's not only now about us, but another human being. It's like they have this double effect and they're, they're bigger. It's exponential weight on us. And so, yeah. but it doesn't need to be, it 
it doesn't need to be there, but I also understand that it's hard to just shake it off and say you don't yeah. care because you do hear things yeah. or you hear advice or you hear a way that somebody's doing something and then you start analyzing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it starts just like with a, an awareness of it and like recognize like, like we're all, we're all dealing with this. Like we're all going through our own personal things, right? Yeah. And own personal motherhood, unique motherhood and like just giving yourself the space to like learn and grow slowly. Like yeah. it can, it can be small steps. Like, you know, and I, th- yeah. I do think like sometimes these things may not go away, but it's just not allowing it to like control your life. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's also easy to forget, you know, like when we're kids, our whole point as we grow up is to be able to take care of ourselves. And that's yeah. technically our whole responsibility is to care of our own individual self. But then as mothers, we get an addition because now you're taking care of someone else. Yeah. But if you give that 100% to your kid, you're no longer taking care of yourself. But you still need to because you need to survive. You need to keep going. And you need to right. still grow. You're still a human being. And right. so it, I think it's kind of trying to remember that to say, yeah. And I, yes, I am a mother, but I'm still a human being who yeah. needs to take care of herself. So whether it's the necessities or if you're working, you've got passions, you've got hobbies, you've yeah. got dreams, how do you continue going with those? Because, again, like I, I'm a perfect example of somebody who doesn't do this. And yeah. I'll get in these funks because then I have these ideas and yeah. I'll write them all down. And I have... Yeah. 5,000 notes of things I want to do or I have an idea on or do a video or a blog, whatever. Yeah. And I don't get to them because I'm doing, I'm helping my kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just get, I'll call it like depressed where I'm just like, man, I'm not doing a good enough job because I didn't get these things accomplished. I don't feel like I'm like being productive because I didn't get all those things done and I get down on myself and then that of course flows over and I get a little down my husband's like what's wrong and I'm like well I'm tired I didn't do this and I didn't do that and I didn't you know and it it becomes a thing where technically what I want to do is not let it build up so it doesn't become a thing yeah yes right right and it's you know allowing yourself to like take a step back and really look at it from the perspective of like, okay, you know, all the work things I want to do, is there certain things on that list or ideas that you have that feel just like you feel like you should do them or you like really truly like want to be doing them. Right. And it's like, it's kind of, it's, it's tough, deep work, but it's like figuring out what matters to you and like what matters to you in moments right yeah yeah i I think that's important is um i guess prioritizing things prioritizing yeah Yeah, prioritizing and maybe perhaps i've seen this uh for like time management help or if you write down an activity you know like washing dishes or reading the book or whatever and then writing you know 10 minutes five minutes you know and kind of knowing what that time takes because then 
you can just say, hey, can I have five minutes? Will you watch the baby yeah. five minutes while I complete this task? Or, yeah. hey, yeah. this task is going to have this much. Or, hey, you know, grandma's going to come watch the baby for 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. 40 minutes? I can do either yeah. these four things that will fit into right. this 40-minute slot right. or this one thing. But what's yeah. going to take the priority? What needs to be done right. sooner? What needs to be done faster? Yeah. And yeah. kind of just... I guess treating it almost like a job where it's like, okay, well, these are my tasks to get done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are they due? Yes. Um, and making sure they they get done and holding yourself accountable for it. At least that's yes. what I need to do because then if I if I fall behind, that's where I start really lagging and talking to myself really poorly. Like I talk, yeah. I, I know everyone does, you know, yeah. the way we talk to ourselves is just gross. Like it's just yeah. like, yeah you're mm-hmm. to me I say like oh you're dumb you didn't do this yeah. you didn't do yeah. this you're lazy you didn't like yes. you could have done this well why didn't you yeah. finish this and like physically and in reality I do so so much and on top but I'm still mad at myself for not doing more yes yes yep 100% and I think I think so many of us deal with that right like we're we're yeah. our own worst critic yeah <laughs> And, and I, it, I think it's hard. It makes it hard yeah. in motherhood because not only yeah. are we, I mean, before motherhood, I would be my own critic and then it's hard to just yeah. deal with, you know, but then yeah. now I'm still doing that while taking care of somebody else, while worrying about what they're feeling, their emotional needs, their physical yes. needs, mm-hmm. um, their just necessities. Uh, so you're doing a work for two and then yeah. if you have another one and another one and another one, mm-hmm. it can it can just become really overwhelming. Yes. 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 And I think, I think it's a matter of like understanding what expectations you're holding yourself to yeah. and trying to like give yourself kindness and ask yourself like, is this truly like a reasonable expectation for yeah. myself right now? Like, or is this something that I need to like really dive into deeper and see where that's coming from see what like if I can like do like you know these like tasks that we have throughout our days if there's tasks that you do that like need to get done but like don't really like bring you joy like washing dishes or something like what can I do to like simplify this so it's not so much of like a a burden and a to-do right like it's yeah it's finding ways to simplify what doesn't matter to you as much, like relatively speaking, and mm-hmm. then like being able to prioritize what does more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think would be helpful for me is, you know how before you give birth, you can write a, like a birth plan of things that you're yeah. expecting, things yes. that you want to do. I think mm-hmm. it would benefit me kind of writing that out of my own expectations. So what are my expectations? Yeah. You know, is it yeah. playing with the baby all day and yes. making sure I get a shower or three showers a week, you know, yeah. or yeah. making sure I vacuum twice a week. I want to mm-hmm. make sure, you know, just writing out all these things and then more so where I really lack is communicating these things sometimes to my husband because yeah, I have nice. my own conversations. Totally. And so not only writing those out, those responsibilities, the chores, the things I need to get done, but also communicating them and maybe delegating yeah. them when you need yeah. to, to make sure, hey, my burden is really heavy right now. If right. you could do this, I can do this and we can be yes. done at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then that like mom guilt can kind of come into that, right? Yeah. Like, it, there's, there's so many layers to all of it. And, was, it makes it really hard. Yes. 
I kept seeing these like TikToks or whatever of mom guilt and I just didn't get it. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And then you yeah. become a mom and it just like, it almost rings like a giant church bell yeah. over your yeah, head. Totally. Like, dun, 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 dun. And you're like, man, yeah. I'm just, I'm just new. I'm just new. You know, you yeah. started a new job and they have like the 90 day period where it's like, hey, for these 90 days, you just figure it out. Like you kind of yeah. get away with a lot of stuff. Yes. Yes. That plus on top of that, you know, the stat, stats are like if you're a new business, mm -hmm. uh, if you don't fail within the first three years, it's already like you don't make the money in three years. You yeah. really struggle. Yeah. And again, coming back to that thinking of mm -hmm. if your mom is a business, you know, yeah. you got to keep track of your responsibilities and your to-do list. And if you don't figure out within the first 90 days, it's okay. You just started. And yes. if you don't make it, you know, if you're not making profit the first three yeah. years, it's yeah. okay. You're just working out all the kinks, all the things, all the stuff. And like, yes. as the baby's growing, you are also growing as a mom and learning yeah. and developing and finding new ways. And it's a trial and error. And you listen to advice and you take it. And then you say, yes. nope, that didn't work or it did work. Like, yeah. It's such a moving beast. It's literally an ocean where the waves can just like crash over you. Or if you kind yes. of surrender and let it float, you just kind of yes. go with it kind of easy. Yes. But every time I'm like, I'll have this kind of discovery in my own. It's always so much easier said than then. Yes. And then you're like, yes. okay, well, I really want to put this in practice. And then yeah. something comes up, something arises. Yeah. And like yeah. any habit, it's it's hard to kind of kick, you know, it's almost like yes. an addiction yes. of motherhood yes. of mm -hmm. falling. I don't want to say victim to it, but yeah. letting yeah. it take over you and letting yeah. it take over the conversation where it's, you know, with my husband, it's often on top of the conversation mm -hmm. of like, yeah, I feel like I didn't do this or I should have done this or, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I think we're all there. I really yeah. do. And I think, um, starting small is like the best best way to go like giving yourself some space to like like you were saying like the first 90 days of parenthood like like that can continue like giving yourself the space to like learn and like slowly but surely get to where you want to be yeah like whatever that looks like for you right? yeah it's just a matter of um like making a sort of commitment to yourself to do like even just like a teensy little thing like for me I hate doing dishes but like something that I give for myself in that moment is I like pop on a podcast or I listen to music and like I now look forward to like washing dishes after dinner because like that's my a little it's bit your of like time. me yeah. yeah in that task you know I love that I yeah. uh I started making myself an iced coffee that I have in my yeah. little little mug. But then yes. I feel like that's my little treat. It's my like mm -hmm. midday treat and I get to make my iced coffee and then I get to drink it and you yes. know, it gives me a little bit of energy, I'm a boost it. I enjoy yeah. the flavor, so it's like a, a reward mm -hmm. you know, halfway through the day and it one of my friends started uh, creating this content. She's a she's a beautiful, wonderful mom, but she yeah. talks about how she likes to romanticize her idea of being a stay-at-home mom. Yes. So for these, yeah. she does a lot of contact naps, mm -hmm. and she carries her baby while he naps, and so she'll put on the podcast or her music. Yeah. And so it's just yes. her doing it while she's spending the time with a baby. Or, yes. um, I mean, there's different things you can do that will fit your lifestyle, but I think acknowledging that and starting yeah. paying attention and doing that one little thing for you yeah. can... Yes. Can kind of uplift it. it. Yeah, where you yeah. like look forward to it. I yeah. uh, 
I started making these really delicious scrambled eggs with goat cheese mm-hmm. in the morning. So now when yeah. I wake up, I'm like, let's make eggs. I'm yeah. going to make eggs. They're going to yeah. be delicious. And you like look mm-hmm. forward to it. It's this exciting thing instead of like, oh, I have to make breakfast for everybody. Yes. And then my baby's yes. going to throw it on the floor. Right. It's like, I get to make this amazingness. It's going to yes. be delicious. Yes. Yeah. Now we, I uh, put some butter on the toast and I air fry it now. So it's like almost like toasty fruit like it's so good yeah. and then yes, the, it's so good yeah with the goat yeah. cheese it's like smooth and kind of gooey yeah. so you like crunch it and like it's just good and so yeah. now I'm like okay I got that to start my day a little mid coffee in the right. afternoon mm-hmm. I'm kind of trying I'm trying to like separate these things and give myself almost these like rewards of yes yes things to look forward to like you yes. with the dishes yes yeah and I think I think it's important to remember that we're all in like different stages in life and in motherhood and one season it may be harder for you to like find time to like fill your cup but you can still find creative ways to fill your cup in like small ways right yeah and I think it's also a matter of like telling yourself like look what I already do for myself, right? Like, because you can fall into the trap of, like, like almost like an oxymoron, like the catch-22. It's like, like, you're beating yourself up for, like, not taking time for yourself and not, like, uplifting yourself for, like, for not, like, taking time to, like, you know, mindfulness and all of that. But then it's, like, it almost, like, comes back at you when you're not taking that time and then you're, beating yourself up for not taking that time. That's where I live. That's where I live. That's my flat. That's where I take the elevator to and I stay there and I live there on my couch is this idea of I'm not doing enough. I should be spending time doing other things instead of thinking this way. But here I am thinking about it right now. Wasting time, you know, it's it's tricky. It's It's so tricky. It's so tricky. And there's so many things that fall into it. You know, it's uh, for me, I've mentioned this a lot I might as well call it trauma podcast but I do I'm learning through my own childhood trauma like Mm -hmm. so many people do so it's I think that plus your own expectations plus these like cultural social media ideas yes and then on top of that just personal emotions because Mm -hmm. you know if you're breastfeeding your period had stopped or if you know there you're just being a mom so there's different emotions yes it's so clouded it's so much for one person to kind of navigate through yes yes and really knowing what's true I think that's really the hard part is like Mm -hmm. are those my real thoughts or am I just tired yeah and I'm feeling this way and my tired voice or the mom guilt is talking not necessarily the truth but this other idea yeah and I'll tell you, like, at least in my experience, 99% of the time, it's not actually you. Like, if it's if it's this negative self-talk, yeah, it's most likely coming from something else. Yeah. Because the true you is a lot kinder. Like, the true me is a lot kinder to myself yeah. than a lot of the negative thought that we spiral through because of, you know upbringings expectations media hormonal changes yeah sleep deprivation you know like eating habits like whatever it may be there's a lot of things that like 
put us in these like negative heads. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to kind of keep up with it there. And I struggle. I have ADHD on top of everything yeah. else. Yeah, my husband does too. Yeah. It's, it's fun, yeah. but it comes with its own full bag of bricks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and one of the ADHD things is like, I guess kind of picking up hobbies or like finding this new thing and you're really like attracted yeah. to it and you do it until you find yes. another, you know, and I do it with yeah. food often where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be drinking lemon water. And I just go crazy drinking this yes. lemon water yeah. until I forget that one day. And then it stops, and then I'll look back on it, and I'm like, dang it, I was supposed to be doing that, and I feel bad, and I hold these expectations of, you know, almost calling myself a failure for not following through. But I'm like, oh, but I started doing this other thing, and then along with motherhood, it's like, well, I was doing certain things because my baby wasn't moving yet. You know, she was just yeah. potato laying there. Yes, and now right? she's on the run. Yeah, right. And I'm now I'm keeping her out of cabinets, or I'm yes. making sure because she wants to reach for everything and try everything. And so yes. sometimes I hold myself to the standards of... A different season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And it's kind of hard to accept that, like, hey, things are changing, and it's yeah. okay for things not to be aligned, not to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Match. and with kids, it, like they change so quickly. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard to keep up for sure. For they sure. grow so quickly too. I'm mm-hmm. for the second week struggling with these shirts that are just too small for her head, and <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah. proper size. But I'm, I just yesterday went and cut them all. Now she's yeah. gonna be wearing these V-necks because <laughs> you're smart. You're so that's, yes. that's just what we're doing. I'm like, yeah. I I can't keep up with this. Like, it's so fast. Yes, I have, I'm tall, I'm six feet tall. Oh, wow. My husband's 6'3". Wow. So our daughters are really tall for their age. Like, they're both measuring in, like, the 99th percentile for height. Wow, yeah. And they are growing, like, weeds, like, their leggings. Like, I feel like every two seconds I'm buying, like, the next size of yeah. the leggings. <laughs> it's <laughs> so much. Crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yesterday I was thinking, because I have these crop tops for my pre-mom yeah. days, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't even want to wear them anymore. I'm like, I got to be a little more modest now. I'm a mom. Like, I I, I want to dress more mommy-like. And sure. now I'm like, I can just slap one of these crop tops on her, and <laughs> she would wear it totally. well. Totally. Like, I'm fine with her wearing a little, like, if it's a little bit more oversized. Yeah. It's just, yes. once it doesn't fit no more, it doesn't fit no more. And you're like, yeah. yes. what's this rag? What am I going to do with a shirt? I can't, you can't yeah. put it on a dog. you like. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Huh. Yes. I know. Thankfully, Riley's things I can pass right down to her sister because she's kind of following the same trajectory, like right behind her sister, which is nice. nice. But then, like, once Tay's done with it, or like Riley needs new stuff, it's like I don't know. Yes, yeah, they grow so quick. <laughs> One, I was so lucky. One of my friends, um, actually, she's going to be doing the podcast on Sunday. But uh, oh, nice. She- I, I'm so I'm so thankful that I've had people who want to come on. One of my biggest fears was like nobody's gonna want to come on. And no, this is awesome. This is so great. I love what you're doing. Uh, thank you. I I love talking to moms. I love just opening up this conversation, talking about you know all this stuff that really does matter. That yeah, I don't remember seeing anywhere when I was trying to research things that I should prepare myself for. I want the real conversation. 100%. I want to know the real stuff. Yeah. Um. And not only how to prepare, like, for my baby, I want to, what we're talking about, how do I take care yep. of myself yep. through all of this? Mm-hmm. Yes. And how do I remember to? Oh, but, so this girl, she, uh, her baby's, like, a year ahead of mine, and okay. yeah. she messaged me, she's like, hey, do you want all of Brianna's 
clothes just pay shipping so i yep. did and for 50 bucks i got like a hundred pieces of clothes amazing amazing yes and you know like they're all good even if they had like yeah. i don't think any of them had a stain but like if they did she's got my kid's gonna get them dirty right there's yes. we're still gonna get new clothes from like grandma's and our own stuff but yes i'm all for like let's let's trade up this clothes i mean totally. it totally it only lives on them for a week now yep. like two yes. weeks mm-hmm. I know. let's just keep tr- like let's yep. help each other out there's all these moms constantly um totally. every day there's a new mom who's got any new clothes i'm just like how do we get this going where yeah. we're constantly just helping and sharing all these clothes yeah uh, we have a local mom's club near me and one mom had this brilliant idea we all met up at the playground one day with all of the hand-me-down clothes that like our kids have grown out of and it was essentially just like come and like shop everybody's I love clothes. It. it was great because then like you know moms with like older kids I could grab some things for Riley and then like a mom with like a three-year-old I like passed along some stuff to her for her daughter you know awesome it was such a great idea that's I think we do again. so smart yeah you can do like yes. a market where you set up I don't know it's like these are newborns these are yep. one-year-old two three yep. and then you just kind of go and grab Put the yeah. produce in your basket, whatever you need. Yeah. That's so smart. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a really clever idea. I love that. Yeah. See, this is what I love about motherhood is the community feeling of it. This, 100%. The yeah. supportive, the helpful, the, yeah. the kind, the the sharing, yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, just really supportive part of it. But yes. I was really blind to... The mom shaming. I didn't even know that was yeah. a term. And then yeah. when you experience a receipt, you're like, whoa. Yes. Y'all yes. are mean. Yes. Yes. What is that? I know. I know. And I really, I really want to like bring out like all the good things that we're talking about in motherhood and like the supporting and encouraging and uplifting. Yeah. Like we got enough going on to like yeah. have other moms tear us down. Right. But yeah. it could be like an emotional thing too, where it's like because as a mom, if someone's so overtired and so yeah. sick of things, yes. that their way of ex, you know, expressing that stuff and getting it out of their system is to almost lash out on another mom, 100%. where it's like, well, yes. or somebody you know got mad at them, so now they're doing it the same way, almost like yeah. you do with like if you had an abusive parent, you're right. more likely yes. to also you know, so it's this way of yeah. like. Well, I got yelled at, so I'm going to yell at you as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know. When I see it, I really struggle. I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all are so mean. Like, yes. yes. Especially with social media where everyone's, you know, it's not at the park. You're just talking. Yeah. It's people who can just say anything and everything. And yeah. you're just like, yeah. I don't even know you. I've never had you <laughs> at my house. Like, Right. Right. Yes. I know. I, I really don't understand that. I. Yes. I. I treat my like podcast or social media as my mm-hmm. dinner table. Like if yeah, if you were at my dinner table, would you say that? N- yes. No, then get out. Don't yes. follow my pages. Don't yes. like. Why are you at my house? Right. Throwing dog poop at me where I'm just <laughs> I'm just here eating right. pasta. I invited like, you into my home. Like, yeah. What, yeah. Yes. It's, and right. it's invited you into my podcast, into my world. But it yeah. it is so personal, like with social media. I mean, of course, there's like the filters or whatever you can do. But sure. at the end of the day, you're still are you're sharing your family moments. Yeah. You're yeah. 
your things that you're going through. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, you're talking to your friends and you're just sharing things in a bigger spectrum. You know, yeah. it's not a one-on-one. It's, yes. hey, let me just post this for you guys so everyone can see it. And so I do, it, it is, it's intimate as a di- dinner. And then somebody just yeah. comes in and says, well, this food sucks. You suck. Everything sucks. And you're like, yeah. why are you here? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. go get a hobby. Go do yeah. anything else. Go make your own dinner, your own dinner right. table. Like, I don't, I don't care, but you do because right. like you see the comments and then you, yeah. you let them get in yeah. your head and you're like, dang it. They said that I was terrible. Yes. Yes. And I think <sighs> like, you were right when you say like, that's probably like has nothing to do with you and they're just like lashing out. Right. It's so hard to remember that. Me sometimes when like I get that criticism, it's like, okay, like this this hurts and I'm upset about it, but like let me take a step back for a second and be like, okay, they're probably like dealing with some stuff that like I know nothing about, so I'm gonna like just Mm -hmm. take a step back and remove myself from this situation and let you like do your thing over. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's so important to remember, and it's this really interesting way of finding your triggers and finding out, yeah. okay, well, why does that upset me? Oh, 100%. is it because yeah. I have this emotional connection to it? Because somebody used to say to me when I was little, because I really yes. do feel that way because, yes. you know, and when something does bother you, that's when it's, you know, your your body, your heart, God, whatever, everything is letting yeah. you know, that's something you should dig, dig into. Because yeah. at the very end of the day, technically nothing anybody says should affect you Technically, yeah. nor positively, nor negatively. Like, if we sure. should have the self-confidence to stand strong and know ourselves better yeah. than anyone. So whether they yeah. say a, a, a comment, a negative comment or a compliment, we should know the truth, whether they're, yeah. uh, you know, they're just blowing smoke up my ass or, hey, they said this mean thing, but it doesn't carry weight. Like, we should yeah. be able to stand strong and not waver, yet yeah. due to certain things, experiences, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's so it's just so funny to me because yeah. that's an easy way to find your triggers and try to start yes. digging yes. deep. But totally. it's always this like painful way of like, I'm upset and they hurt my feelings and this and yeah. this. And like, it, at least I fall victim of not uh, immediately looking into it. And I'm like, well, they did this, you know, and you almost want to. Yeah. No, no. And I think that's part of like being human, right? Like we all, we all do that. We're imperfect people like you know no one no one's perfect so I think it's like also like giving yourself that that space and that kindness yeah as you're navigating all this because I know like for me when we had Taylor and I wasn't able to nurse and I had like gone into motherhood with her like gosh I really hope this works out for us and it didn't again and I made the, like, really tough decision to, like, switch to bottle feeding because that ultimately is what I needed for my mental health, what she needed for, like, a full tummy. And I had one mom say to me, don't you want what's best for your baby? Why wouldn't you nurse her? And it crushed me. I was in, like, such a vulnerable, emotional yeah. space with it. And so... Yeah, it took me, like, I, I think I'm still kind of working through some of that, right? Like, yeah. Because when I, like, think to, like, why that bothered me so much, it's because I felt like I wasn't providing for my daughter in the way that I expected myself to. Yeah, well, you're right? not good enough almost. You're not... I'm not good enough, right? Yeah. I'm not being a good enough mom, so... Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like deep, deep stuff. It stings. It really, it's, uh, I had a similar situation. We, I struggled with breastfeeding at first and I wasn't sure how much she was eating. And, Mm -hmm. um, we ended up doing some bottle feeding for a couple of weeks until I got breastfeeding down. But somebody commented, commented and said, Mm -hmm. you're not nursing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're we're giving breast milk. It's just through a bottle. And like, my husband can help right now. I'm not getting any sleep. Like I can take breaks. You know, yeah. and I was, I was almost spewing these uh, explanations, yeah. my defense. Yes, like you had to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I still remember it. I still remember yeah. it because I felt not good enough. And I I, I was like, I thought I was doing what's best because now at least I can see how much she's eating. I know she's taking the right amount in. I know right. the pumping has helped my uh, production, my yes. supply. Yeah. Um, you know, I was seeing all of these benefits in it. Yeah. And that's not how this lady saw it. She said... <laughs> and uh it it got me it got me um it's so sad that we allow these things to enter yes and what a how much nicer would motherhood be if we allow moms the space to learn and grow in their own unique motherhood yeah you know um I, th- I think, I th- like, I truly believe that the more we allow moms, like, a kindness and a support and an encouragement and the freedom and space to, like, really grow within their own motherhood, the better off we'd all be, right? Yeah. Like, the more fulfilled motherhood would feel, the more free, the more, like, gentle motherhood would feel, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, I know we're all adults and we grew, we have grown yeah. up, and so we should have high expectations of ourselves. I'm not sure. excusing yeah. that because we yeah. are mature, we have education, understanding, yes. we have lived yeah. through things, so totally. But yeah. also at the same time, if we almost look to one another through a lens of, hey, you're still a kid, you're still a little kid who's just trying their best. Because with yeah. our kids, we... We understand that they're growing. We understand that they're learning. And so we have more patience. We have a little bit more grace and kindness where we're like, hey, you know what? That didn't work out. That's all right. Do you want to try again? Yeah. Do you want to do it this way? Mm -hmm. Would you like to do this instead? What if I help you? Do you need help? You know, like there's these, the way we, I'm not saying we need to baby each other. Sure. Or others. But I think there is times where, especially in hardship, where... I know I come back to being like a little girl where I almost need my mom and I just need someone to say, hey, it's going to be all right. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you need to help? What, you know, do you just, it didn't work out? All right, so let's find a different option. Do you want to do it by yourself? Do you want to do it with help? Are you looking Mm -hmm. for advice? Do you just want somebody to sit with you and not say anything because you're so tired of advice? Yeah, yeah. Just, again, not treating us like babies, but being as kind as we are to kids and say, hey, you're, you're still also a little girl. right. Because we're still growing. Yes. Like, yes. we're yes. still growing while taking someone else who's growing. So, like, if yes. we could just, for a little, because accidents happen, mistakes happen. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. why are we coming down on people saying, hey, you're doing a terrible job. You're a terrible mom. It's like, yeah. especially with social media, because, like, you'll capture this one moment. Right. And right. then everyone jumps at you and you're like. Of course you're going to yell at me because in this one portion, the kid fell. So now you think I'm a terrible mom who never watches my kid. Right. But, but like, you didn't see 
all the stuff that I was doing and right. am doing, you're right. just judging me on this one snapshot at yes. one time. Yes. Which yes. isn't true and it isn't real. Right. Yes. 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 I 100% agree. And I think we nurture our kids. I think it's time to, like, nurture the mom. Yeah. I think mom yeah. needs a little nurture. Little I like nurturing. that. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I also just started thinking about is when we talk about comparison and comparing yeah. ourselves to this other thing, I just thought, you know, as others don't know everything that came before that picture and yeah. after, yeah. I don't know what that mom went through. So even if that 100%. picture is great yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm not as good as that mom, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what she did before or after. Maybe the kids yeah. hate, hated taking that picture and they will right. forever hate taking pictures because now it's an yes. emotional trauma. Right. And yeah. this whole time I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I don't take enough pictures with my mom like this mom. But it's like, yeah, maybe it's building our relationship stronger with my kid. Than like, yes. I just don't know. Yes. 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 And I think like we all have our strengths in motherhood, right? Like just because someone else's strength isn't yours doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like we could all benefit from each other right like we all we all have different things that we're good at like I am not a cook like <laughs> yeah like I'll put a giorno pizza in and call it dinner <laughs> yeah you know? but like I love creating like special moments with my kids for like holidays like uh-huh. that's where I shine you know so, yeah but, like someone might see those moments that I create for my kids and think I'd be doing more of that but like but this mom who's seeing that is like doing these like wonderful meals for her kids and like that's like something that she thrives in in motherhood you know yeah I think we all have things that we're we're I don't know good at in motherhood right yeah not necessarily good but like things that we're focused on yeah things that we find joy in joy in yeah and things we're passionate my husband sent me this picture um that I really love but it's like there's a crunchy mom, a natural yeah. mom, a DIY yes. mom, a crafty mom, a yeah. playground mom, an outdoor mom. Like, there's just so many different ways. Yes. But you don't have to be all of them. Because when you right. try, you're just grasping at so many things, you can't yes. even do one of them right. You know, it's yes. just too many things are going on. But totally. because we see so many different examples, like you said, we do want to be like, oh, I want to be the mom that cooks all this stuff and yes. do the, does the crafts and takes them yes. out and does yes. the thing and buys yes. them. And like, there's not even enough time in a day. Yeah, yeah. There just totally. isn't. Half the time, yes. they just want to nap anyways. Like, yes, yes, right. Yep. And it's that, I am remembering that, acknowledging it and giving yourself grace and kindness saying, yep. I don't have to do it all. Yeah, yes, yep. And finding your own way of, showing love and maybe you know if your kid just loves sitting there quietly maybe they don't want to do all those things they just want you to sit next to them while they play with this one toy yeah yes yep totally and so any other example you'll see of motherhood won't at all have any impact on how you should be parenting your kid because that's not what the kid even wants yeah they just want their mom yes all that's what all kids want they just want their mom next to them yes yes yeah you know our moms are like it's your home base. It's your safe zone. It's somebody you yeah. know all your life. And I I would imagine any kid would just prefer spending time with their mom yeah. instead of like, oh, my mom's always gone trying to do these ideas. She's always yeah. trying to do this stuff. I wish yes. my mom would just stay home and spend time with me. You know, like. Right. Yes. 
of course they want to do things and it's all about balance, but I think it's remembering of like what works for your family, not only yeah. for your baby, for you, but for your whole yeah. family. And yeah. as anything else, like if we're talking about balance, there's going to be certain times where some things will have to wait. Some yeah. things will have to be prioritized and go first. And yes. sometimes things like happen and you have to shift and it's like, yeah. 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 We kind of, I think often we'll give that excuse of like, oh, well there was traffic and I was late and that's the reason. And it's like, yeah. We understand it in those small everyday things. Yeah. But when things change, you know, oh, the nap changed, the thing yeah. changed, or they're growing yeah. up, they're running, they hit something, whatever. Right. Yeah. It becomes a bigger thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this now big change happened and it has to be. It's like, no, like we talked earlier, yeah. seasons change, things yeah. change, and yeah. you just have to, I don't know, get in your canoe and enjoy the river yeah. ride. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. yeah. The wide water rifting. Uh, what is it? River rafting? Yeah. Something. Rafting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's kind of how it is. You know, you just kind of get bounced from bank to bank and you're just yeah. like, I just got to get to the end of this. I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Just hold my paddle. I'm just. Yeah. Like roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah. And the whole yeah. time you're just like, I'm just trying to stay safe. Like I want to make sure yeah. I don't fall out. Yeah. But right. Right. some right. other mom over there is brave enough and she's taking pictures, not holding her paddle. Like good for her. <laughs> Maybe I can get some of those pictures later because <laughs> yeah, I'm right. just trying to hold on. Totally. I, I guess that's yeah. the whole thing is just, I don't know, embracing it and holding on for the ride. I know it yeah. sounds like cliche, but. No, but it's true. It's yeah. true. Yes. You got to keep your hands and feet inside of the vehicle of this ride the whole time. Yeah. Just stay yeah. safe and have somebody yeah. else take the picture at the end. Right. Right. Exactly. That's so silly. Well, Alyssa, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Before we go, I yeah. wanted to, um. If you want to talk about your podcast and how people can find you and listen to you and how can we send them your way? Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, So my podcast is called The Nurtured Mom Show Podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And my Instagram is Alyssa Lindquist. And those are the two spaces I spend the most time. And the podcast is really like what we're talking about today. Just like helping moms prioritize themselves in motherhood. You know, which is such a big conversation and really should be more upfront. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're still people. Yes. We still have yes. needs. Yes. Yep, yeah, exactly. And I appreciate you so much for having me on. I love what you're doing. I think it's awesome to like bring in moms from all different walks of life and like their experience with motherhood. And yeah, I, I think I think it's great just to like share in this journey. Well, okay. thank you. I, uh, I'm really learning a lot. There's so many things yeah, that I, I yeah, yeah. there's so many things I didn't consider because it's kind of like on Facebook. If you follow certain people, you're only going to see a certain amount of information yes. and you're just completely, you know, just, you just don't see the other side. You don't know how, what yeah. it's like or what the benefits or bad things about it. And it's, it's having this conversation of finding out what works, what doesn't. And it's yeah. not, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. It's just more, uh, What's going to work best for you? Here, we'll yeah. close up so you can go spend time with your family. Yeah. Alyssa, thank you so much for being here with me, for talking to me. If you ever want to come back on, I'd love to have you on again. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lily. Of course. Okay. I hope you have a good week and good weekend. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Good girl. Aw. Love you. All right. Bye. All right, thank you guys. Thank you for joining, and I'll see you next time on Mom Your Own Way. 
Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.